The ASIO chief has warned Australians to be vigilant as he revealed the nation was experiencing the highest level of foreign interference and espionage in its history. Mm. Clive Williams, former intelligence officer, now with the Strategic Defence Studies Centre at the ANU. Um, is this roundup the usual suspects, Clive? Uh, well, I think that uh, what has happened is that uh, a couple of things. One, that ASIO is putting more resources into counter-espionage because for a long time, of course, counter-terrorism was the main game in town for the last 20 years. And I think more resources are going into counter-espionage. So perhaps an element of that is picking up on what has been happening anyway. Uh, but of course, I think that the changing environment with social media and so on creates new vulnerabilities. So perhaps, uh, you know, there is more activity going on uh, as a result of that as well. Interestingly, um, he says, um, talks of a plot by an overseas intelligence service to covertly recruit senior Australian journalists using the offer of an all-expenses-paid study tour of a foreign country where spies posing as local officials were expected to steal information and contacts, um, but it was advanced enough the foreign power had already recruited an Australian-born lackey who was well-connected in political and business circles. Does that surprise you? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I know that uh, journalists, of course, uh, uh, in their business, particularly investigative journalists, have to... Um, cultivate sources themselves and uh, are very much in the same sort of situation. So they themselves become targets because of their contacts and their knowledge. So, Clive, um, the ASIO chief has suggested that Australians need to be vigilant. I think we're all happy to be vigilant. But what does that actually mean? What do we look out for? What do we need to do or not do? Uh, well, in the in the work context, it's people trying to find information about where you what you do in your work, particularly, of course, if you're working in a sensitive uh, environment like defence um, or, or DFAT, uh, because they're interested in what might be happening in terms of research and uh, and developments generally uh, in the DFAT context and uh, changes in policy. Um, that maybe also they might be interested in. Uh, particular foibles of individuals that could be used as leverage, maybe. Uh, you know, people who are very money-oriented or sexually-oriented in a particular way, that sort of thing, which may create a vulnerability. So there's a lot of activity, I think, that, that people don't really pick up on, that they assume is just general interest and, and so on, on the part of friends and, 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 and others. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's been going on for many years, of course. Um, is it China? Um, it could be, but I think probably not because um, the nest of spies was China-related, wasn't it? So uh, that was uncovered last year. Uh, so I think the hive of spies might be something different. But um, you know, it, it could be any number of countries. There's, uh, um, you know, the, the thing is that within Australia there are declared espionage people. These are people working out of embassies that cooperate with uh, our intelligence organisations, so they're declared. And then there are ones who come here at embassies who are, um, I mean, the, the one that always is used in Bond movies is the cultural attaché. Uh, but, uh, you know, it could be anybody in the embassy that could be actually a member of an intelligence organisation using diplomatic cover. And then, of course, there are people who simply come uh, without any diplomatic protection and could be operating uh, as businessmen or whatever, uh, academics. Does, uh, you know, it's, it's a rich field. Does the so-called lackey is he um, is he punished under um, espionage laws? Um, 
generally speaking, it's quite difficult. When we came up with cases in when I was in defence, it was quite difficult to prosecute because the system is not geared up to um, doing those kind of trials because you're going to have everybody security cleared. That's a huge problem if it's a highly classified uh, area because, you know, to get a, a, a TSPV clearance, which is a top-level clearance, probably take 18 months. So, you know, the legal process is extremely slow anyway. Uh, so in, in cases where it might be a foreign national, they're more likely just to kick them out of the country. Uh, rather than go through the process of trying to take it to trial, which may also reveal embarrassing aspects of our own activities. So, um, yeah, it's more likely that if it's a foreign national, they're going to be deported. Good on you, Clive. Yes, that makes a great deal of sense. Clive Williams from uh, Strategic and Defence Studies Centre at ANU. I've just noticed that that lackey is described as Australian-born. So that may well be a Australian-born... Foreign mm-hmm. national. Anyway, um, I've already got people. We've already got listeners guessing who the lackey was. That'd be good. There's no defamation problems here there for us to open the line. One double three six nine three. Who's the lackey? Uh. Right.